Welcome to episode 21 of Take Your Points. We're not in the studio this week. Um, the coronavirus has forced us out into the wilds of Ulster. I'm recording from a secret location somewhere in Belfast, as are my guests. And this week we've got three guests. Um, Cal Carvel um, is here, as usual. Um, uh, Jordi Kane, who hasn't been on for a while, he's back in. And we have a special guest, Antrim footballer, Paddy McBride. And all three of us are discussing uh, coronavirus and the effect it's having on the GA this year. So, what I've been doing during isolation, um, well, first of all, I haven't had a shave in about two weeks, so it's the most hair I've had in my face my whole life. So, I've definitely been lazy in some ways, like watching Netflix and TV series, things like that. But um, I've also tried to stay active doing other things and I think it's a good time to learn um, while you're in the house this much. So I've had this in my room and I'm not going to try and play it because I haven't a clue what to do yet. But I've had it in my room for about a year gathering dust. So now is the best time to try and teach myself. So I've been trying to learn how to play the guitar and also I'm a PE teacher in College of Versa, so we've been doing all our work online using Google Classroom for your GCSE, A-level classes, things like that. I also want to know what you're doing in terms of training. Um, regarding training, um, so every team will be the same. They'll have been given stuff to do, whether it's Gaelic, soccer, rugby, whatever. So with Antrim footballers, we've been given programmes and we've split the panel into smaller groups um, through WhatsApp and each group will just do their program feedback into the group what they've done what it was like things they got then one player will feed all that information back to the manager so it means your manager strength and based on coach fitness whatever they they know what we're at and they know what each player's been doing so they can monitor our progress at the same time and then give us new material based on what we've done so that's a really good idea what are your hopes for the rest of the season. Antrim were in a really good position this year and we're in the running for promotion to Division 3. So how do you feel about that? Yes, this came at a bad time for us, to be honest, because we were two games away from being promoted. Um, I think we would have won both. But at the end of the day, there's things that are a lot more important than football. And like at the minute, this is a lot more important than football. So... It would be selfish to cry or complain about us not being able to finish the season off, things like that. As long as a lot of people get through this safe, that's the main thing. So I don't know what way it'll work if if it's going to be um, scrapped all together and we're back in Division 4 next year or will they find a, a window to play two games um, and finish the league off? Nobody knows. Um, we would hope for that, to be honest. We would hope to play those two games so we can start our next campaign in Division 3 um, and then move on from there. I also want to know what the situation is with St John's Club. How are you dealing with... How is the club dealing with this isolation period? Is there been much contact amongst the club and how is everybody getting on, really? Regarding the club of St John's, it's the exact same, to be honest. So... Like we had all our fixtures set out for the whole year. We knew we were gonna who we were gonna be playing, what date, things like that. But 
now no one knows um, what's going to happen if it's going to be just a straight championship at a certain stage or will there be some form of a league um, there's there's no answers at the minute and at the, to be honest it's because again this is a lot more important than football so that's me during isolation I hope everyone else is, is safe and we all go through this together and then we'll all look forward to the football starting again once it's all done I'd like to say thanks to Paddy for taking part I wanted to start by asking Jared how he thinks the GA has dealt with the coronavirus outbreak so far. Be honest, I think the GA's response has been very good. They have been a, a leader and a time that we have needed serious leadership. I wrote in my Gaelic Life column two weeks ago, and it was Thursday, the 13th of March, uh, about how this is before the whole lockdown started, about how the GA should get ahead of the curve, just announced that. Uh, games were postponed or whatever for the meantime and take it from there because people were turning to the GA to look for answers and at 11 o'clock that day Lee of Radcure called a briefing from Boston and then by 12 o'clock our time the GA had released a statement saying that all competitions would be cancelled until the end of March again obviously that's now been reviewed and pushed back till the end of April and I can say that I was sitting and working in Belfast and I was hearing this and with the southern government having closed the schools and the GA having shut down people in the north then were left thinking what's happening here, will they, won't we, who do we listen to and I suppose if you look at our political situation it's not all Ireland which isn't that helpful. The other all-Ireland organisations are probably the GA and the Catholic Church but I think the GA has been the front runner of all them. They've been quite decisive in their leadership and taking the initial decisions. Plus also then, in the wake of what has happened, I'm sure that every GA WhatsApp community in the country, or certainly ones that I am very much aware of, again has been at the forefront of each of their own communities and helping out, making sure people aren't completely isolated. Uh, I just know myself from Glenallan, in our community, we have nothing else but the GA, and we have actually changed the Glenallan GA Club to the Glenallan Community Club for the meantime. And because there's people not involved in the GA who might need help at this point in time, and they're as much entitled to it as everyone else, so the community as a whole is rallying around. And I would know that every GA community is doing that. I see in the social media today that a few Trone clubs have come together and set up in a triangular area <coughs> they're doing the same working within their clubs and county boards themselves uh, from ICN have been fantastic and offering their facilities trying to help out as much as possible where they can and I think it's times like this that I also wrote that people are all too quick to lambast the GA but it's times like this we sort of appreciate what the GA does for us and what it brings to the community I also want to know how soon do the GA need to make a call on the championship and really what that call should be? Is there anything the GA could do or try to do in terms of planning ahead? Should they be making an announcement in the season ahead? I think that's a lot more difficult because that has been very, very proactive and thinking ahead in a time when we're not sure 
what the next month or five or six weeks will bring. Uh, now, I would imagine that the GA have planned for it, but it's just a case of they're not making public what they've planned for. I wouldn't misdoubt that the heads in Crook Park have got together or the provinces and they have probably plan A, B or C. And if they're, if they're doing it right, that's what they should have. Uh, they should have a number of contingency plans just to see in terms of what way the league might finish out or if they get it finished and then run into the championship what way it might look going forward. I note that the Ulster secretary, Brian McAvoy, did say last week that the chat of disbanding in the provincial championship was 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 just not on the table at that point. Uh, I suppose the provincial championships is the big money spinner for each of the councils, so they maybe want to hold on tight to that. And if they do seem to be open to the suggestion of doing away with it and making an open draw just as a knockout for one year. I think that if they make that announcement now and maybe preempt what will happen, they'll probably hold off until as long as possible. Now, that doesn't help with planning around it or it mightn't help county boards plan what might happen in their own scenarios, but I suppose the GA is just keeping the cars close to the chest and that they're waiting on advice from everyone else. They're playing it on a day-by-day, week-by-week basis at best. They probably can't plan a month or two months ahead. So in that regard, they might think they look foolish if they make a statement now. And the statement that they now make, they can't either follow through on or they have to change it down the line. So I would imagine that they've planned for two or three eventualities and maybe come the middle of May when the championship's duty start in earnest, then we might hear more because that's when people will be expecting football for the summer to kick off at the county level. Jared has played for Derry for a number of years, so he knows the training that goes into playing football. But I want to know what you thought of how players should be training in this period. I just know from my own experiences in my own club that wherever the ban and gallons took place, there was a WhatsApp sent into the group with a number of suggested running drills, tempo runs just to keep ticking over that was three weeks ago now and obviously things have ramped up a bit more now and that we we're now clear that this is going to run on until at least the end of april uh so they're probably being updated but i'd imagine that most ga players are of any sort whether it's hurling football camogie or even handball are doing their best to do something even if it's just to stick to routine and get the day in. I know myself, I'm just playing club football at the minute. I'm probably training five, six times a week at least, basically just to get through the day, to use routine. I'm working from home at the minute, so the time I usually use for my commute to work, I do a bit of exercise. Now, I have a bit of a home gym set up, so something that up until about a month ago, I never looked at, I never needed it, because my club gym was freely accessible, but now, I'm having to use it. It's not perfect, it's not ideal, but I just have to be a bit creative in what I'm doing and my theory is some training is better than no training. In terms of anything uh, skills-wise, I'm not doing much of the football at the minute, but I'm doing a bit of running maybe twice a week along with the gym work four times a week. Again, I'm not killing myself doing it, but it's good just to get out and get fresh air. It's good just to get out and 
feel as if you've accomplished something, get out of the house. Uh, I bought a bike last week just to go locally in. So if I'm ever heading out now, I take the bike instead of the car. So wee things like that that probably helps you keep getting through the day and helps probably help keep that wee bit of fitness up should you ever need it come the end of the summer. And GA players can also use this time to switch off a little bit too. I know that most of their lives are, would revolve around a structure or a timetable of being at a certain place at a certain time. So obviously they have a lot more freedom in that regard. Uh, you could I've started doing a bit of baking, something which I've never have done before, but it's just something I'm going to try over the next eight or ten weeks. Start off kick baking buns, maybe going to scones, something like that. Uh, I take on to do a lot more reading, something that I always want to do, but you just never get time. You're rushing here, there, you're always on your phone. So I try and do a bit of reading every day, but I think I would advise anyone to maybe try and think outside the box over the next two or three months, do something a bit different that you usually wouldn't do and come the end of it, you never know, you might have picked up uh, a habit or might have picked up something that you enjoy that you just probably didn't have time for before. And I'd like to thank Jared for taking part. Moving on to Cal, I want to know what he thinks the GA should be doing to deal with this coronavirus situation at the moment. Well, the GAA, um, through many years in Ireland, has shown leadership. And, you know, when there's a, a dearth of leadership in terms of the political parties, um, people turn and look to the GAA. And in times of crisis, uh, the GAA, in my mind, has um, stepped up to the, the mark again in, in um, this day and age. It's been brilliant to see the initiatives that they've taken. They were one of the first organisations throughout the island to um, call for a lockdown and also impose a lockdown in terms of playing games, in terms of training, in terms of any type of gathering. Um, the advice has been clear from the start and it's left its members in no uncertain terms as to where things are and where things need to be in order to get better. And, you know, I have to commend the, the association. I know I'm maybe constantly uh, criticizing them in terms of where um, they can be better but the association to me we hold it to a higher standard than any other association be it sporting or otherwise um uh, in the world so they have done really well and they have to be commended for that and no doubt the the swift actions of the ga have saved many hundreds if not thousands of lives um, it, it was interesting, I was uh, just looking at some of the GA clubs from my own county and other counties and how they have dealt with the, the social distancing protocols and there was a, a video uh, that, that went viral from White Cross GA with a, a lifelong supporter, uh, Shamie Boyle, who it was his birthday and they uh, organised for the whole team on the, um, the parish to, to drive by as he waved to them like it was the Queen. So, you know, things they got there that are fun and show the, the hallmarks of community-based support and um, based on everything, bring it back to the community because that's what the GAA is all about. And I'm very proud of how the GAA have responded here and they've done a, a really great job. And as I've said, they've saved thousands of lives, in my opinion. I also want to know how soon they need to make a call on the championship and how the season is going to pan out. How soon? I don't think we should be thinking about um playing any GAA games and you know 
I'm loath to say it, but I think it needs to be said in terms of this year's championship, I would be absolutely forgetting about it because in terms of the um, people's health, it has to come um, first and foremost than any GAA games. And at the end of the day, when you're looking at it in terms of older members and you know maybe your grandfather or your granny that are going to games and wanting to see you play in a club championship uh, down to Clonus or the athletic grounds to see the inter-county games is that um, worth uh, the loss of a life um, of one of those GAS supporters from any county throughout Ulster and throughout Ireland to my mind absolutely not and in those circumstances the GEA has to really look seriously, not only about what the advice is from WHO and the likes of Michael Ryan, but also in terms of what the actual government, North and South, and what the positions that they are adopting. And they need to go beyond that, in my opinion. Like sport, they said, um, I think what Brian Clough said, um, uh, football is um, uh, life or death. And he said, no, it was much more important than that. But in this um, current, unprecedented times the GA needs to forget about this year as a, a season and look to the safety of its members ahead of anything and if that means we scrap the 2020 inter-county um, uh, championships we scrap the club championships and we start afresh when we've got over this epidemic in 2021 then that's what needs to happen I know a lot of people watching this will be saying you know that's crazy talk we still need the championship for commercial um, reasons for people's mental health for a lot of players have been trained for six months up until now but all of that is not as important as the lives of the GAS supporters, the lifeblood of the association. The key thing is preserving life um, first and foremost and the GA will always be there for us and if you do, you're not at an inter-county game this year you'll be even looking forward to 2021 season more than ever so first and foremost the GA I think take the advice from the experts but in terms of managing expectations of uh, players and um, supporters I think this year is a write-off, from my opinion. And I also want to know what club players should be doing during this period of downtime. Club and county players, how should they be training? How should they be preparing in isolation? Well, I think following on from my last answer, maybe not much is the, uh, is the answer to this one, but no, in all seriousness, um, we talk about the demands that are put on into county players and those demands have filtered through to the club scene and um, for a long time we've been saying that you know it's unmanageable and that we need to put the players first and take a player centric view of our games and this is a prime time for those GEA players who before dedicated a lot of their lives and maybe to be honest we had put their careers and their future on hold because they were so committed to their inter, inter county and you know that's the level of um, sacrifice that needs to be made in order to make it at the top level yes we're an amateur sport but the uh, the word amateur doesn't really apply to the level of commitment that's being given these days it's professional in any in every other sense apart from the players getting paid um through the books so in terms of this downtime um, and what players can and, uh, and should be doing, yeah, simple things uh, from my perspective, first and foremost, is to read, um, you know, open up a book, read about the history of the GA if that's what you're passionate about, read Sun Tzu's Art of War, um, you know, invest in yourself, maybe yes, in your physical um, 
uh, well-being but also in their mental well-being if there is something that you maybe wanted to do maybe an open university course or an online course to um uh, to make yourself better outside of the football field um or hurling field to round yourself as a person if you know, you know brush up on languages if you always wanted to learn spanish or maybe irish if you wanted to uh, to be a, a gilgore um but maybe just didn't have the time this is now a time to actually invest in terms of yourself and to try and I suppose add value to where you are and making the best of this situation like at the end of the day no one wants to be unable to go and meet their friends and to go train with their mates and you're missing out on that whole part of um, your your life at the minute but there are so much that you can be doing you know even just like tj reid i saw him he obviously he's got the gym and everything but he's doing fitness um videos for youngsters and getting people engaged all of the the skills videos that i see a lot of the players paddy cunningham and a, a lot of the uh, intercounty players doing really brilliant for the younger generation and you know you can see those uh, younger guys who are posting their videos from all the clubs around Ireland like when it comes back and we're able to you know go back to playing they'll be even more interested and even more fired up to do well and to, to compete and you know that's one of the good things that have come out of this also uh, it has to be said a lot of current players and also um, club players uh, are helping out as any way they can in terms of those vulnerable people in society and going back to my point at the start here the GA is all about society it's all about community we look after our um, weakest we look after our most vulnerable and that's why when the GA took the steps it took they had those people in mind and this is a virus which is attacking those most vulnerable in our society and you know it would do your, your heart good in these uncertain times to see what GEA clubs are doing just down the road from where, where I live in South Belfast Breda GEA club has um, has been working with the local uh, flute band um, here to provide um, groceries and shopping and um, amenities to those people in the local area who haven't um, the ability to go out to get groceries and to see that from you know we're talking cross community here and the GEA is always associated with the nationalist community but this virus doesn't um, you know just attack people from one side of the community or the other and to see all of our community coming together and the GEA leading from the front in Northern Ireland has been absolutely brilliant and it really has um, uh, done my heart good so the question is we, what do players do in this downtime there is a litany of things that you can do you know as a, a citizen and a, in terms of your community as a community leader because young people and older people who come to watch players play in championship games look to them and they're idols in some people's eyes so we have a duty as a intercounty player past intercounty players to show that leadership off the field in a different guise and what the GA has been doing has been absolutely brilliant they've been leading from the front as usual and again going back to the core of it we look after the vulnerable in our society and I'm very proud as a GA member in terms of the responses that have um, that have been taken um, by those people in the community and they've reached out across the uh, board to anyone who can help and the GA is such a hub of any club be it rural or city and that's where the actual good and that's where um, 
the, the need and the provisions have been coming from this morning you saw John Fanukin yes he's a, an MP now but it, it, I recall him doing nets for the, the um, lawyers GA team in Belfast and you know he's out there providing goods from Tesco's to the local people in North Belfast that are in most in need. Here at Tesco just beside the Abbey Centre and I want to say a really big thanks to all the management here at Tesco who facilitated an early morning shop for the food banks in North Belfast. As you can see, we got a tremendous amount of supplies. They're all needed for our vulnerable, for our in need, um, for those who are struggling at this time. This is a time we come together as a community, as a GA community, but also as a wider community. What should GA players be doing with this downtime? They should be doubling down on being leaders in their own community to make sure that everyone um, gets through this next three, four, six months, year, whatever it takes be that later and um, we'll be better for it and us as a community will be better for it coming out of that. So what I will say that's supposed to wrap up is just everyone stay safe, uh, adhere to those social distancing um, guidelines. This is so important, maybe not you as an individual, but your granny, your granda, you know, maybe parents who have underlying health conditions, we are doing it for them. and. As GEA people, we should be taking that lead and um, I wish everyone the best and stay safe. So that's our show this week. A little different, a little odd. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, going forward, we don't know what we're going to be doing. Um, but I'd like to thank everybody for taking part. And I'd like to thank Northern Visions for giving us this opportunity to still put out the show. So thanks everyone, and I hope we'll see you again for the next episode.